episode 90 of Comics and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lumpy. And this is the review show that reviews comics chronologically. Kind of. Oh, we got it right. Yeah, well, that's because I opened the book that I have it written in and looked at it before. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have three notebooks, one for each podcast, and in the beginning of every book, I have the tagline written down, so... <laughs> All right, so we're going into Batman number 19. It was released, well, this is technically the October-November issue, released in November 1943. The executive editor was Whitney Elsewhere. The cover artist was Dick Sprang. Now the four stories we're covering. Here's, here's going to be a lot, of, a lot of credits here. There's a lot of dicks in this, too. So, <laughs> Including you. Oh, sorry. Did I say that last <laughs> The first story was penciled by Dick Sprang, inked by Dick Sprang, and lettered by George Russo. Second story was written by Don Cameron, penciled and inked by Dick Sprang's lettered by George Russo. Really? <laughs> the third story was penciled and inked by Dick Sprang. The, le- the letterer was George Russo's, and then for the fourth story, it was written by Joseph... Samachson? Samachin? Samachson? I don't know. Penciled by Dick Sprang and inked by Norman Fallon. So this is Why didn't you just say they were all penciled by Dick Sprang? Because they were all penciled by Dick Sprang. Because I didn't look through. I read it as I went down. Ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a lot of dicks. There was one dick, but he was in all four of them. That's all that was. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> there's a few new names in there, obviously. Yeah. So. Well, and Dick Sprang's new, right? I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I think so. I think he's new-ish. He's been around, though, right? He's been in a couple of them. Maybe I don't remember hearing his name, but maybe he was. And I know maybe the Sam Samachson who wrote the last one has maybe done one or two other things, but that Norman Fallon guy I haven't even heard of before. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, you can tell that this is completely different from what we normally get because none of the normal guys are on it at all. Right. Well, Whitney Ellsworth is. She's always on it. But she's the executive editor. I think she's just uh, the one who oversees the whole thing. I hope she's a she and not just some guy named Whitney. Uh, I clicked on it and... I'm just going to say, I'm pretty sure Whitney Ellsworth is a man. He is recognized for his excessive contribution. <laughs> yes, as I say, Whitney <laughs> Ellsworth is definitely a guy. I did a podcast called The Birds Minute and we called the one person a woman for the entire thing until someone gave us a note... Uh, Review saying you guys are stupid. That's like that's a man. <laughs> I mean, I I just assumed Whitney Elsewhere was a man because well, it's nineteen forty three. That's what and- I was gonna think. Say every time you say Whitney Ellsworth, I think, wow, it's really great that they had a woman in nineteen forty three as the executive editor. <laughs> Me too. I thought the same thing. <laughs> but like, if you think about it, there's no way in hell that was going to be a woman in nineteen forty three. Well, I, I was I was really surprised. I was really surprised that there was a woman. As the executive editor. All right. Well, well, thanks for thanks for ruining it for me, TJ. No problem. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. I was just going to move along. <laughs> I'm glad I brought it up because now I can stop thinking that like they weren't that sexist you in the 40s. You remember this by next week. True. That is true. Well, we'll talk about it again. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Which one of you wants to do the cover? The, the the big cover? Like the full cover? Yeah, the full cover. The main cover. Don't both okay, of you volunteer right now. Okay, I'm um, um, I was looking up the first female uh, to work on Batman. So the cover has Batman on the front cover, yeah, like the 
blue Batman symbol with red Batman written in it. And it says, four big Batman and Robin action stories. And Batman and Robin are sitting at what looks like a, a fortune teller's desk, maybe? There's a crystal ball and stuff there. There's a chemistry set. What are you talking about? Why is there a crystal ball there? There is not a crystal ball. What is that all the way to? That's a beaker thing. There's liquid. I kind of thought it was a crystal ball on the right. I get it. I see it. It's a beaker. It's a funky beaker. But I'm not gonna lie. It kind of looked like a crystal ball. They're doing uh, science. And then uh, in the fortunes, in the bubbles where the fortunes would be. In the smoke Number clouds. One. <laughs> Number one, Batman makes a deadline. Number two, Atlantis goes to war. Number three, case of the timid lion. Number four, collector of millionaires. And Batman and Robin are doing something weird together around like one's facing one way and the other one's facing the other way. And they, if they kind of got out of each other's way, they wouldn't be like trying to grab this stuff. So, and that's it. Is this the first Batman cover I got that told us all the names of the stories? I am not positive, but it does seem weird. Uh, I'm going to say yes. I'm not going to lie. Just looking at those titles, it's not really like, oh, I'm going to need to read this Batman because he makes a deadline. No, Atlantis, Atlantis goes, goes to, to war. war. Yeah. Now, <laughs> from now, yes, Atlantis goes to war because you're like, oh, maybe Aquaman's in it, you know? We'll talk about that. Yeah. He's not, by the way. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> or maybe he is. I'm not sure. All right. So, going in. Is that it for that one? Oh, wait. No. It is ten cents still, and it's still not available in Canada. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> doesn't say anything about it. All right, let's go into the first story. What's it called? Batman makes a deadline. All right, Lumpy, you're up with the big splash page. Reporter exposes vast death ring. Is the title on the Gotham City graphic? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a big changed, hole. They change the name of the newspaper like every issue. They they do change it quite a bit, actually. <laughs> When the, well, maybe when there's multiple newspapers. You both talked at the same time. What? I said, we got to figure out when they actually settle on. And I said, what? maybe there's multiple newspapers. Oh, I'm sure there are. <laughs> there's, I'm sure there are. But what is the, 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 the main one, the Gazette? Yeah, the Gotham Gazette. Yeah, the Gotham yeah. Gazette is the... So there's a big hole blasted through this newspaper. And in the hole, you can see a uh, a reporter. He's typing up his... His letters, and there's gangsters shooting guns at him through the page. And and, um, and he's going to die. He is. Because Batman and Robin are nowhere to be found to save him. <laughs> well, Dick is jumping down onto one of the gangsters. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Batman's just holding the paper up. This is an odd one where Dick is miniature, but Batman's regular size. Regular, yeah, it's weird. Or maybe or, maybe a little small. Maybe he's like half size because the paper looks huge. Or maybe know. all of them are average size and Batman's giant. That's a possibility. Now, if if you grew up in Philadelphia, if that was the Daily News, it would be three times that size. Like that Daily News would unfold, and you couldn't even hold it in your hand. It was so big, it was ridiculous. Yes, it was folded in fours. Yeah, it was insane, and like you had to have an entire table to read the stupid thing. And the way it was folded, it would be sitting there so that you couldn't even read the other headlines. Like right, and you would get one. to the end of probably in every paper, you would get to the end of one of the articles and said, "Turn to page 19. and you'd have to turn them like like you were turning a uh, like a tablet full of paper. You know, it was ridiculous. And then you'd get to page nineteen, and the rest of the story would be like hidden. In, like, this one yeah. little corner, and it would be so tiny print that yeah. you couldn't even read it. Like, yeah. I'm glad anyway, we don't have that many newspapers anymore. That's the cover. Are you, are you guys done with your rant on newspapers? Yeah. 
Stupid newspapers. Down with newspapers. I love okay. newspapers. Yeah, but I do miss magazines, like the WWE magazine. That was awesome. Yeah, it's not the same on the internet. No, it's really not. Okay, CJ, go ahead. Oh, you forgot to tell us that there was an entire story in a circle on the bottom right-hand corner. I'm, I'm ignoring that circle. <laughs> I'm ignoring that circle. I'm not reading it. <laughs> I, tell us that the whole comic book was summarized <laughs> in that one little circle in the corner. In a bowl. <laughs> yep. All right, so... Full disclosure, I, did, I read this over a month ago now, because you two keep canceling on me, so <laughs> you're going to have to bear with me. Uh, I'm pretty fresh on it. Huh? I read it five times, I still don't know what's going on, so. Okay. I'm going purely based on memory here, so. We open up in the Gotham City graphic, where a reporter is talking to his editing manager that he's got one, I don't know if he says it here, he says his health is bad. But he's got one more story he wants to tell. And he's not going to tell the, his editor anything about it because he's got to do this alone, I think is the gist of it. Yeah, it'll put too many people in danger. And if it leaks, it'll get shut down. So he's going to do this alone. Meanwhile, the gang... Don't help TJ anymore. I want to hear him try to weasel through this with the <laughs> Let him fumble through it. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, the gangsters that he, are gangsters, I don't know if they're gangsters, they might just be regular criminals. I, yeah, I'm not sure. They kind of, they kind of do it like they're gangsters, so, so you could say it. I think they are criminals, but the way they set it up, they're like, kind of, uh, they, they report to a head guy, so. The bad guys. (laughs) Find out that the newspaper reporter is gonna, what's it called, uh. Oust them. Alston, there you go. Even for Rocketeering, Rocketeering, not Rocketeering's something different than Rocketeering. Yeah, yeah, you fly around with Rocketeering, but <laughs> Rocketeering's are still flying to Rocketeering. And if they get caught with this, they're going to go to prison for the rest of their lives. Not true, when we find out at the end of this, but so they hide behind the corner, these criminals, and then they use the most deadly weapon in 1943, a blackjack, and mm-hmm. beat them to death. Well, like, or they're kidnapping them, right? They're trying to kidnap them. Right. Yep. But did they, they knock, knock him out? You just hit him. Did I not? You know, you just hit him once in the back of the head and knock him out. Like they got to beat him up. Uh, they beat I, this guy up. I thought yeah. that only worked on Batman and Robin. I thought. Oh, uh, I thought those, that was everybody. I thought that was because of the soft spots in the back of their. That's head. wrong, TJ. Because you and I have done the droids comic book, <laughs> right. and they hit a robot in the back of the head the last time we read it. <laughs> yeah, and it it knocked l- him out. Lelum, you missed that. A robot C three PO knocked out a, a robot by hitting him in the back of the head. <laughs> so wait, C three PO did it? <laughs> yes. Yes. You know the one who can't really move his arms that well. He bops somebody <laughs> yeah. in the back of the head and knocked uh, knocked another this giant robot out. Knocked a robot unconscious. <laughs> did he use a blackjack? He used a statue of Hermes. Yes, it was a statue. He hit away. So I don't know how to explain. I didn't know it, it worked that way. <laughs> Apparently, it's just comic book's biggest weakness. It's someone yeah. in the back of the head Anybody and knocked them out. Book. If you ever find yourself in a comic book, aim for the back of the head. Anybody tries to attack you, we know that. Wear a helmet. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Batman that, should have had, like, a bicycle helmet on or well, something. That's we'll why they all wear masks and stuff. They're all heavily armored and things. Except for Batman and Robin. Well, that didn't learn until for, like, two decades before, yeah. you know. Anyway, so I, they're putting this reporter in the car, and Bruce just happens to be walking by and sees it happen. He's, luck- he's not only the world's greatest detective, he's the luckiest man alive. <laughs> he's always in the right spot when there's crime going on. 
No, I thought Robin was the luckiest guy alive surviving sure. old Batman's murder attempts. And also uh, getting adopted by, like, a billionaire. So that's, that's <laughs> the richest <laughs> man in the world, so... Uh, Robin it. is the luckiest. Anyway, so he's... I guess he gets changed somewhere, and he steals a motorbike. <laughs> Literally steals a motorbike. And it says... What does it say? Graphics... Newspaper service. It's a newspaper bike. It, I'm yeah. guessing he takes the guy's bike. Oh, Although the guy was never bike? on the bike, but the reporter is with the graphic. So. Well, no, he says, I need this worse than the graphic, than the, the newspaper the graphic does right now. Oh, so it's just parked outside the graphic building. Yeah. And he'll okay. return it, he'll return it on damage, or if not, he'll just buy them a new one. Yeah, I'll buy a new one. Anyway, as he's stole this bike, he's calling Robin, assumingly on his transistor radio. His belt radio? His penis radio? Yes. Okay. And then he goes to the outskirts of the city into a forest and dives through the trees for some reason. Yeah, no reason at all, and talks about Darwin while he's doing it. And he comes across the guys about to shoot the reporter who is now uh got, like, a blanket over his head or something. I don't know what that is. Yeah. It looks like they put like a tail over his head and tied it around the neck. And and tied it around his neck, like almost like a pillowcase is what it looks pillowcase, like. Pillowcase, yeah. That, that is really what it looks like, a pillowcase. There you go. Anyway, he, they're about to shoot him in the back of the head, but Batman falls out of a tree and starts beating them two up. One yeah, of the he guys. He knows the guy, too, because he calls him Skylark Skelly. Well, he knows all of the bad guys. Yeah, he does. He pr- purposely, this time, names all the bad guys. Did you notice that? Mm, when he no. hits the first guy, he says, that if it isn't Skylark Skelly. Then he hits the second guy and says, and Legs Lanscombe. And then third one, he says his name too somewhere. Oh, yeah, I'll make your teeth rattle, rattler. Okay. Oh, here we go. And too bad I left my brass knuckles home. Oh, uh, no, that's it. No, it was rattler. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that guy's name was Knuckles. <laughs> but for some reason, he likes to name the bad guys this time. Because it's a new writer, maybe he felt like he needed to... Yeah, I'm going to use these bad guys again. Let me say their names out loud. Or maybe he just felt like he had to say, oh, these are these guys. Yeah. Yeah, you know the old gang. Here's all their names. (laughs) So, yeah, Batman starts fighting them, but they overtake Batman and start beating him up. And then one one guy hits him in the back of the head. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a whap in the back of the head. It doesn't knock him out, though, I don't think. It must not have been that hard. He didn't knock him out this time. So but just, it just makes him kind of sit on the curb and hang out with those guys. Yeah, he's just he's just waiting. <laughs> and as he's waiting, the Batmobile shows up and inside's Robin. And I guess that's enough to chase away the guards. Yeah, yeah they think it's crap. the cops. The car. We better yeah. get out of here. So Batman and Robin take the unconscious reporter to the hospital in the emergency room. And he's not sure if he's going to be all right. They got to take x-ray photos. He didn't get hit or anything, right? I guess he, he did. He just got beat, beat up real bad. Yeah, yeah, they did beat the crap out of him. And anyway, so as they're in the examiner room, the reporter says, Tiny Tots, Investments in Death, Go got to write story. This is like a thing. People, when they're like in bad states, always spot out, spot out things. Yeah, yeah, they do that a lot. So it's just... Anyway, well, it doesn't it's matter. It's a trope. It's a, yes, it's yeah. definitely is. So yeah. they leave, and they're going, and they go and look up the tiny tots shop in the new telephone directory. Batman and Robin do. Where did they go find this telephone? Is it like at a like a uh, payphone? 
Because uh, wherever they got it from, there's like a, a sign that says telephone directory. I'm assuming it's right there in the hospital. It's got the same walls and stuff. So, like, they just had a spot for a telephone directory back then, I guess? I mean, if you're in the hospital and you need to call home or something... I guess. But there should be a payphone next to it. But. Well, it was, okay. when did payphones even come out? I don't know. <laughs> they definitely didn't have a cell phone. But Batman could talk to his belt every once in a while. Yeah, but... You know, maybe this was before payphones, and it was everything was still through the operator. So what did you do? You had to look in the telephone directory and then go use the phone for the hospital? Yeah, I would okay. assume so. Or go yeah, home. maybe you went to the desk once you found the number. Nurse, I need to use the phone. And then you get up the phone and you say, give me the operator. I need 96453. Okay, I'm wrong. Apparently payphones came out in 1889. Wow, really? Wow. I don't know. I see old TV shows where the operator's like, hold on one second, and she pulls a plug out somewhere and plugs it in somewhere else. Although yeah, they switchboard operators. Yeah. Although, although they didn't become popular until the early 80s and mid-90s. Wow. Wait. So they came out in the 1800s, and they didn't become popular until 1980? Yes. A hundred years later, they became popular. Wow. So and maybe they, they only were... lasted for about yeah, 10 to 15 years. I couldn't tell you where a payphone is right now. Yeah, you maybe, can't find one. Yeah, maybe they were invented in 1889, which just didn't become prevalent until the 80s and 90s because of all the operating and stuff. Maybe it was yeah. still hard to do like things. Like you would figure, not everyone has a phone in 1889. Right. You know, so you think Bob Payphone invented it? William Gray apparently created the first payphone, and that was your installment of history in us. <laughs> <laughs> we always do a little bit. Oh, yeah, a little bit here and there. It's more like look up on Google on us, but you know. <laughs> That's what every podcast is anymore. Don't <laughs> try to tell me it's not. <laughs> I literally listen to people all day long finding stuff on Google that I could have did myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, later in the tiny top tour shop, uh, a bunch of bad guys walk in and talk to the owner. And they have a hand grenade. They just bring a hand grenade in and said, here, sign, here, sign this. <laughs> you don't carry a hand grenade with you all the time? Apparently not. He, they'd say, here, sign this guy. And he's like, okay, just don't blow me up. And then the one, the, the toy shop has toys of Batman and Robin. And the bad guys don't like that. So they knock the toys down. And then Batman and Robin just show up out of a curtain and attack them for that. Yeah, they were mad about them knocking over the toys. And then we get a fight scene with them using the toys. You know, there's a fire toy fire truck use the drum. The toy fire truck's, like, small, and then somehow it gets bigger enough for Robin to get inside of it, so it's weird. Yeah, and it looks like they're doing well, like, but then they're just standing around, and all of a sudden they're tied up in a net around a pole. Actually, it's my favorite part. He says... A tennis net to save our racket. Ha ha, what a joke. The guy <laughs> pops out from under the thing with a tennis net and oh, happens see, to yeah. catch him standing near the pole and he just wraps them up around the pole yeah. with it. That guy's a real opportunist, that guy is. He and was, they just I, stood there and <laughs> let it happen. <laughs> they were afraid of getting hit in the back of the head, so they just stayed still. And if, what doesn't make sense is if you look in the panel where they're tying up the two people with the... T- the tennis rack, they have the proprietor and Batman tied up, and Robin's not tied up, and then in the next frame, they are, he is tied up. Yeah, it looks like Robin actually ran away, right? Yeah. It says, so, get in there with your pals, brat. So do, oh, they, un- see? So do they untie him? 
And we do it. <laughs> no, no, it was a rubber. really long net, so they oh. were able to like wrap in layers. Oh, okay, I see. Anyway, they put a bunch of grenades on the net and s- explain what their what their whole racket is. So essentially, they go in and force store owners to sign insurance papers, giving them sole you know ownership over the insurance if something happens, and then they destroy the place. Signatures must have meant a lot in the 40s because nowadays you couldn't do that. Like, I can't walk in and say, This guy signed this. I give me the money. They'll be like, Yep, this is my insurance policy. So, yeah, call him on the phone. Yeah, but no one found it suspicious that all of a sudden these guys are signing over their insurance to these guys and then those places are blowing up. And then they die? No. Yeah, that's yeah. weird, too. Yeah. But then again, Gotham, stupid True. cops, so. Everybody's stupid. Even the insurance guys are stupid, so. Anyway, who wants to explain what he's doing here? <laughs> well, he's got a steam engine, and he puts the string on the steam engine and attaches it to the hand grenades. So when he gets the steam engine running, the wheel on the steam engine is going to turn and tighten the string and pull the pins on the hand grenade. Right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't doubting what you were saying. I was just... Uh, you all got quiet, so I didn't know if maybe I was saying it wrong. No, oh. I was just in awe of how, you know, fantastic this plan is, and not stupid <laughs> and at all. And I mean... The steam engine makes noise. Like, it whistles while it's trying to heat up. Listen, it actually would work in real life. It would work, but don't you think somebody would hear the whistle blowing and be like, what the hell's going on in there, and go over and see what's going on? In the toy shop, eh, you probably hear whistles. Yeah, true. Honestly, I think the steam engine was one of the toys. It was. Yeah, so you're right. Uh, okay. Anyway, so <laughs> the bad guys do this stupid plan, and then they just leave. Always. Always. And this allows Batman to come up with a plan to knock over the steam engine, which wouldn't that still pull out the pins? Yeah. No, but see, the string is really long, and you gotta wait for the wheel to to twine the spin, you know, to spin and pull the string up. And right now, the string's st- still long. So when the when it when what he does happens, it knocks it over before the string is you know wound up in the wheel. Okay, sure. <laughs> Come on, I'm explaining it to you. Uh-huh. Okay, whatever. Explaining, I'm back explaining. That's what I'm, I'm- doing. Tired of the stupid illogicalities <laughs> of these comics. Whatever. Anyway, bat- they solved the problem of the grenades, but they're still tied up. Meanwhile. Right. And they still have the grenades in the front of them. They're still attached to them. So, yeah. like, at any second, if somebody accidentally steps on the rope or something. Yeah, you're in trouble. They're all dead. Meanwhile, the reporter wakes up in the hospital. And <laughs> after earlier, they said he was never going to wake up and never going to recover, by the way. Yeah, but if he doesn't wake up, Batman and Robin are going to die, so... Yeah, so he must have knew that. Yeah, he sensed it. Anyway, he gets dressed, and he's going to do this, and instead of, like, walking out the door, he goes out the window? Yeah, well, he can't get past the guards. Yeah, they might not let him... They might not release him. Yeah. So he has to sneak out the window. So why don't you say, hey, there's bad guys about to rob this store... Get, call the cops, do something. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to believe you with that head injury. After because the stuff he's not really babbling. trying to stop. He's not really trying to stop the bad guys. He wants to go uh, type a story up. That's what he wants to do. No, that's fair. He wants all the credit for his <laughs> yeah. last case. Yeah. Anyway, it just seems dangerous that he's just going to jump out a second story. Well, I just assumed it's a second story window. Maybe it's on right. the ground floor. Well, you know, like, uh, concrete was a lot softer in the forest. Uh, that's true, that. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the reporter goes back to his place and starts typing up the story. Meanwhile, the crooks show up at the... No, it says telephone on the door. But then it says graphic building in the next panel. It does say telephone on the door. He was. They know that he was at the hospital, but now he's not. So they're. Go- I don't understand. Oh, so he was in the phone booth and called the hospital. Oh. Found out that he wasn't there, so they went to the graphic building. Okay, and in the graphic building, the reporter had managed to finish his report and give it to the editor. Also, with his obituary too. Is that? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he says you have to write my obituary. Oh, but you'll have to write my obituary. That's that is what he says. And the and the reporter says, "Great Caesar, Larry." Mm-hmm. Great Caesar. That's his name. Great Caesar, Larry. Well, no, Perry White says, "Great Caesar's <laughs> ghost." Right, right. I do remember that. And, but the killers come in and hold the editor at gunpoint, and I guess they're taking the story. I yeah, I guess they're not going to let him print the story. I don't know. But couldn't he just, like... Rip it up? Well, sure, rip it up. Or couldn't he just, like, rewrite the story? Or he could just take the story and leave. Yoink! Well, I'm gone. I'm, I'm out of here. See yeah, later. but not even that. What? A, but why couldn't the reporter just rewrite the story? Because he's getting ready to die. Not him. They wrote the editor. Didn't he tell yeah, him? Did the editor didn't read it yet? Did the editor read it? He didn't read it yet. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. This seems like a stupid plan. <laughs> Batman and Robin come in just as they're taking the thing and they get in a big fight and... They come in abruptly. You know how I know? Because the narrator says abruptly. Oh, okay. They come <laughs> in abruptly. And they stop them from getting the story, but then they run Wait, into the... I have a problem. So <laughs> they they stopped the grenade string from pulling the grenades, but how the heck did they get out of the... the uh... I don't know. <laughs> He's just don't they, know. they don't explain it. They literally stopped the, the machine. But they never what tell you happened? how they got out of the net. There were still grenades on the thing. Yeah, they don't even... They just skip over that. I found it... Imp- I found it implausible that they were tied up by a net around the pole anyway. They had nothing to like to tie it off with, but w- even if they did, it wouldn't be strong enough to hold them there. So I just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, but the grenades was the problem. You can't shake that around. The grenades are going to, the pits are going to pull out of the grenades. Not necessarily. Uh, depends on how you <laughs> had it tied up, I guess. These, yeah. these crooks don't seem too smart. Like if, if you really wanted to do that, you could tie it by the pin to the, Thing so if they move the rental, pull the pin. Right, or you know, you could have just pulled the pins and ran. True, true, true. And then when the thing <laughs> finally fell on the ground, it would have blew up. Yeah, you know, or you know what? Instead of doing all that elaborate thing, stand at the door, throw a grenade in there. Hey, guess what they could have did a long time ago? It's just shot everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's stupid. It's all stupid. <laughs> this whole comic book is the whole thing is stupid from the beginning to the end. Stupid. I they but they just don't shoot people in the comics. They were going to sh- they were going to shoot that guy in the back of the head back in the forest until right. Batman showed up. But then instead of like. Instead of putting a bullet in Batman and the guy, they were like, oh, no, the cops, let's run now. Like, they just never do it. They just always talk about it, but they never Are we never sure Batman's never anybody. shot anybody in the first couple comics? I think he might have. He, he did. did. He did. Yeah. yeah. He, shot a, he shot a vampire in his sleep. That's right. He killed a vampire in his sleep. I remember that. Vampires are already dead. It's not a kill. I don't know. The second kill might still be a kill. <laughs> he's, he's undead. Vampires he, are dead. Undead. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm trying to decipher something in my head right now. <laughs> I love how every time TJ goes to say something, we say something else stupid. <laughs> then then he loses his train of thought completely. Yeah. I'm trying to figure something out here. I think he muted us. <laughs> no, I just edited the 15th episode of this podcast. Okay. And it was that stupid fairy tale one with the dragon. Oh, that's my favorite one. The good one. Yeah, the good one. Not the dream one, the second one. Okay. And I think Lumpy made the same exact argument about vampires not being dead in that. In <laughs> I that did. Age. I think it's, I, I. It's why I brought it up. I, I, I did make that argument. I literally just edited that. That's why I was confused. <laughs> I was like, I'm having deja vu here. I have made that argument multiple times. Actually. Well, now that we found out that we literally have nothing to talk about. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it was just weird cuz I like <laughs> right because you just did it and it came to mind but I I have made that argument multiple times I brought yeah, it back up. That was 75 episodes ago. That's why it's weird now. <laughs> and it's still wrong cuz they're undead. Still weird. right. Oh, wait, maybe, maybe no it wasn't 15, it was 35. I just post 15, I think. I don't f- know. Who cares? I'm moving on. Yeah, I'm right, so it doesn't matter. No, the kill count's still in this. Anyway. <laughs> and they never established vampires are undead in this world anyway. But you don't count animals, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> can't understand. Vampires you can't are, pick and choose. Vampires aren't animals. They're living things, so are animals. Or they're not living things, and that's fine. But then you can't count them if you're not counting animals. Stop. We're not going to do it. It doesn't even pertain to this comic at I th- all. I think TJ's <laughs> looking it up. Stop. I know. Stop. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't even pertain to this. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock on this first story and talking about vampires that aren't even in the story. <laughs> not even involved at all. <laughs> no vampires. <laughs> Anywho. Batman uh, got himself out of the net. Yeah, I don't know how he did that, but anyway. So since they they didn't rip up the story or you know do any number of a thousand things to stop this, they decide instead of that they're gonna go and break the machine, the printer machines. Yep, I I, I seen these printer machines and I don't even know how papers work back then. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm looking at this like this looks like a lot of work. <laughs> There's like 20 guys doing this. But this doesn't make any sense either. I'm trying to do these machines. Okay, you they can't print it here. Couldn't they just go to another newspaper and say, no, hey, you never seen from- movies? They're like, stop the presses. Everything stops. You can't print nothing else out. Yeah, at this particular newspaper. They can't call each other. Oh, okay. But Plus, anyway, Batman. Other newspaper hate you. you they're, they're rivals. Yeah, right. So, but Batman and Robin stopped them from doing that. What is going on in that next panel? Like, Which Robin's popping somebody in the face with a hammer, and Batman's tackling somebody, but there's another guy doing, like, a somersault over the guy's head. <laughs> Do you see? It's crazy. It looks really ridiculous. Yeah, I don't I know have... what panel you're talking about. The one next to the printing machine. After the print, printing presses. Robin's whapping somebody in the face with, like, a hammer. Where, where are you? <laughs> oh, no yeah. Okay, I actually didn't even notice the guy's legs in the air there behind <laughs> that guy. What, were they trying to make like a human pyramid when Batman attack when Batman tackled them? What's going on there? They don't even know how that guy got in that position no, at all. It's weird. It's really weird. Anyway, they beat them up, and Batman and Robin make sure that they can 
set the type set and all kinds of newspaper jargon words they use here. Right. And they're about to print it. And then they go to, the bad guys go to another part of the process. I don't even know what they're trying to stop here. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, but Batman and Robin go kick their butts anyway. They're trying to wreck the presses, apparently. And... (sighs) I mean, somebody's had a dumbwaiter here in the wall. Like, there's, like, a, a laundry chute or something. I don't even know what's going on. What is Batman jumping out of? I don't know. Half the backgrounds are missing, so... True, true. It's all just, like, green background and red background. And it's really weird. That thing he's coming out of, it almost looks like a thing that you ring a bell from. Because a dumbwaiter would have, like, the line that with the pulleys to bring it up and down. It just, there's a hanging ball at the bottom of that, so. Yeah, I don't, it's like a hole in a wall, painted pink, and a green wall, and Batman jumps out of it. And something looks like it fell on the ground. Is that a newspaper? Yeah. This is a weird, weird panel. So we got some weird panels here. It's uh, a weird story, anyway. Batman and Rob beat up the bad guys, and they pull the switch to print the paper. And then, uh, the... Reporter comes down the steps, and I guess he faints because the next day we see... Nope. Yeah, he's sees the paper that was printed that the reporter exposes Vast Death Ring by Larry Spade, who is the reporter. And then he dies. Yeah. Finally got his story out. And then weeks later, we learned that those guys who did all that got are dead. They got... <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, they're dead. They got the electric chair. Big yeah, they man. got the electric chair for uh, that for fast. And- weeks and weeks they got the electric chair. Holy crap! Yeah, that's why I said earlier that they didn't get life. They were they're not, they don't live. They get killed. Yeah, they got murdered. The Which is crazy how they name all of them because they don't use them ever again. Right? Yeah. They they said them like they're going to show up again, but they don't. Speaking Rob- of, uh, and Robin's uh, and Robin says. They deserve what they got. Yeah, nobody has any any sympathy at all for these guys. They're like, oh, good, they're dead. I mean, Bruce um, calls them rats and says they will, uh, like Big Bang, will never get very far in this world. Right. The thing is, they did try to blow them up with hand grenades. True, true. They tried. True, but I still feel bad if somebody dies. Justice yeah. works fast in 1943. Yeah, yeah. So... Appearing yeah, can... in Batman Makes a Deadline. Featured characters, Batman and Robin. Supporting characters, the editor, they don't have a name for this guy. It just says, editor of the Gotham City Graphic. And then it says, Larry Spade. Only appearance, dies. Right? Yeah. And then we got the antagonists. And they all say, only appearance, dies. <laughs> Big Ben Rowling. Legs Lascom. Skylark Skelly. But they don't talk about Rattles. I'm missing that. Poor Rattles. Uh I guess Rattles Uh live. Locations, Gotham City, Wayne Manor, Tiny Tots Toy Shop, and the vehicles are the Batmobile. That's it. They don't mention the motorcycle either that he stole, but... Lump, you want to mention this is a different Batmobile? Is it? No, but you said that in that episode, too. A lot. (laughs) We're trying to to repeat the episodes now. (laughs) Why don't you just uh, change the the, the number on the front of it and play that one? (laughs) Yeah, you can do that. (laughs) All right, let's go into the second story here. Atlantis second goes to war. Atlantis. Uh, I, was, I was going back to see what the name was. Atlantis uh, goes to war. It's Good. in the big giant scroll of text they tell us every every issue you know now. What? I read that text one time and I never go back to that text. But it's always the last the last set of words in it. Ah, uh, I do see that, and it's 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 highlighted. It's written in bigger letters. So yes, it's always is. So since you're already complaining, why don't you do the cover or splash page? I mean, it's a boat. It's a Nazi boat, and um, 
there's a lot of stuff going on this one. There's a guy in purple that Robin had punched and he's flying through the air. And then there's a guy in green that Robin also is punching. And then Batman is tackling a guy in the, what's that lookout tower called on like the submarines? I have no idea. I don't lookout know. Tower. Lookout tower on the submarine. Anyway, <laughs> um, there's a fight going on. Is it, is it a submarine or is it a ship? It's a submarine. Submarine. Okay. Nazi submarine. Yep. The Batman logo's black, and Batman's in green this time instead of red. And, I don't know, that's it. Bob Kane's name's on there in the corner. And there's a little panel to start the story off. Yeah. So, we open with Nazis in a submarine, <laughs> and they're blowing up U.S. ships. Yes. Uh, and, so, yeah, it's just essentially, that's exactly what happens. They blow up a few ships, there's a few fighter pilots, and... Apparently, this has been going on for a while, and they can't figure out how they're doing it. Lots of words. Yes, there's a lot of words explaining yeah. everything. But after, when the Nazis sees this are done, they're saying they're going home to port. They're going to Atlantis. Yep. They are and going then, to Atlantis. then gets is all shocked by this revelation, as if he didn't write this. Anyway. He says, what's this? Atlantis? Yeah. <laughs> so, in the New York Comet, I don't know why Bruce is getting a New York paper, paper in Gotham, but... Because Bruce gets all his information from papers. He must read a thousand papers a day. Okay. <laughs> or is he's Atlantis just... closer to New York? Yeah. Is that what they're telling us? Probably. Yes. I'm just I'm just saying, maybe he's just in New York at this time. Yes, because Gotham isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not true. Uh, uh, That's not true. There is a Gotham somewhere in the world. I don't know what it's called, where it is, though. Anyway, so Bruce is reading the paper, and then Eve, the, the newspaper story matches the radio story that's happening. What a surprise. Wow. So Bruce, Bruce, or Dick's like, we, you know, why doesn't anyone do this? And they're like, and then Bruce gets all patriotic, and it's like, well, it's a big job. It's harder than you think. They're, they're trying their best. But you know what? Let's go help them and get in our black plane and find a submarine in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean that no other ship can find. And then they're in their bat plane over the Atlantic Ocean looking... Luckiest man alive. Looking for this. <laughs> <laughs> so as he's go, as they're over, they happen upon a fisherman? Sailor? In the water? And they, the, the Batman plane can just happen to land in water because it's one of those planes now. Yeah. And they save the the fishermen, but then a whirlpool starts happening and drags them into the underneath. And my phone just went off. It's lumpy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I tried to do it, but people got their phones on and not supposed to have your phone on. You're so sneaky. All right, so me and TJ are going to be here for a little while because Lumpy has to pee. All right, go ahead. I got to pee. <laughs> So the whirlpool pulls down the bat plane, and and they, but the weather just stops. I guess I don't understand what's going on here. There's a dome over Atlantis. We we find that right. out later. Spoiler alert! But every so often they have to suck water down, and that's what the whirlpool is. I don't understand how is there a lid that closes after they suck the air in? Maybe I don't know how it works. Also, the bat plane gets sucked down the funnel of the uh, whirlpool, right? And then it's in the sky again, and it's flying. Is that does that is that how that works? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Uh, apparently, that's how it works. Okay, 
Anyway, so we're get introduced to Atlantis here, which it's is... It's a nice castle. It's a giant castle, yes. Yeah. But they're flying around, and they say they see the Nazi U-boats are, st- are here, and they land, and the Nazis start attacking Batman and Robin, and they fight back. I didn't understand when I read this myself, by myself. I, I did. I, when did they put the old man on their plane? They were, like, feeding him on his boat. No, that was them putting him into the plane. Oh, they brought him into the plane? Okay. Yes. So, yeah. So, the Nazis attack Batman and Robin, and then the fisherman gets involved in attacks, and, but they're overpowered by the Nazis, because they're outnumbered here. And they're about to shoot and kill Batman and Robin, but then the ruler of Atlantis shows up and stops it, Not and says, ruler. or the priest, whatever, yeah, the high ruler. Whatever he is. Whatever, the guy that stops the thing. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we're going to take them to our leaders. And he explains their history, which, you know, this is where they explain the dome and stuff like that. And how things sink and stuff. And They have their own sun. Like their own fake sun. Yes. They created a light to mimic the sun. Yeah. Fiery globe to take the place of the sun. And then they, like, created this. So twice each month. The whirlpool happens and pulls right. people down. And uh, four centuries ago, they pulled down an English philosopher that taught them English. That's why they can speak our language. Don't know why well, that was ne- don't know why well, that was necessary necessary to tell us, but okay. Because that's how Batman and Robin got in there by the whirlpool. So okay, they they know English. Wouldn't the Nazis be speaking German? No, they like to speak broken English. They say "kill their pigs" and things like that. Okay. Yes, they do not speak German in this comic. <laughs> I'm just saying, they went out of their way to make sure we understood why the philosopher is speaking English, but they never explained why the Germans are speaking not speaking German and it's preferring to speak English. Because at some point, they had to talk to the Atlanteans who spoke English. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, eventually the Nazis got pulled down and they explained how America's terrible and they're evil and they're trying to destroy the world. And Batman's like, no, uh, that's I them. Love- I love he says, um, what does he say? The the Nazis that love peace? And Batman's head <laughs> spins around, and he's like, you're Nazi friends who love what? <laughs> yes. So they bring the two Tudor rulers, and it's two young kids, a prince and a princess, or a king and a queen, I don't know what they are. Yeah, I'm not sure. The royals. Anyway, the, the, the boy looks exactly like Dick Grayson. Yes. Yes. Because of reasons. Yeah, we'll find out later. And, you know, both sides are arguing, you know, Nazis saying they're evil, Batman Rob saying they're evil, and the dick ruler is says, how can I believe the word of two people against a hundred? Is that how that works? Just because- I mean, majority does rule at some point, right? Like, you only know a hundred and two people, and these two people are saying something? I don't believe the two people. I believe the hundred. But that's enough I to get to these- side uh, with the majority. That's yeah. enough to get these other guys executed here? Yeah, I don't know that they should murder them. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of, you know, investigate, you know, a little bit here. They obviously have access to the outside world. They show that later. Right. So, uh, anyway, so the dick ruler is, says, execute them. But the princess girl says, don't, what about the, the, but he's just a kid. So they don't, they're not going to execute Robin, but they're going to execute the fisherman and Batman. Yeah. And they're going to ex- they execute the fisherman and Batman by tying them to a pole and using the equivalent of burning ants with a magnifying glass. Yes, little children with a magnifying glass. That's exactly what they do. 
Meanwhile, the guards are taking Robin down to an infinite darkness tunnel that seems to go on forever. That, that apparently at the bottom has the dungeons, but they say it goes on so far that you won't ever be able to get back up or something. I don't know. Then Robin murders two people. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, he pushes him off the ledge into the infinite... <laughs> They're dead. Those guys are dead. You know, I didn't even think to... <laughs> I didn't even Those think guys, about that. There's no doubt in my mind. He pushes him off the ledge. He said, it goes so far down that you'll never be able to come back up. And he knocks him off the ledge. I mean, save me, comrade. They're dead. I have to search through my notes and find the last time there was a kill count, so... I don't think Robin had a kill count, did he? Yes, he did. Okay. Well, he definitely killed these two people. I don't care what you say. Okay, but I gotta find a number now, because I didn't even think to put that down. I got a number. I mean, I'm gonna say two. that they're dead. Yeah, he pushed them off the steps. They're dead. I am not arguing that they're dead. I'm arguing that he's I dead. don't know how many they're people dead. he's murdered. These guys are dead! What are we gonna do? We gotta save these guys. They're Here's dead. the thing, though. Atlantis isn't real. It is real. What do you mean it's so not So are vampires, then. Fine. No, they're undead. Anyway... Atlantis, eventually, Aquaman comes from Atlantis, doesn't he? Yes, uh, in, this, I, in this world, Atlantis is real. Yeah, I so will get to Aquaman in a bit, but I'm just trying to find out what Robin's kill count is. And let's just agree that we each have the, our own rules about how things work, and that mine's final because I'm the one running everything. Yeah, if you ever great. find the kill count, maybe. We're trying to review a comic, and we're still waiting on you. You, you yeah. feel free to continue on with the review while I look. Yeah, but then you're going to interrupt us with your kill count. <laughs> okay, so Robin runs back up the steps, and then he finds the boy that looks like Robin. Right? Yes. Okay. Am I here by myself? Apparently. Is anyone here? <laughs> Apparently, Lumpy's not helping you. He's got to pee again? He didn't even text me this time. I to, I'm answering a work text. <laughs> I should I should run and get a beer, and then nobody will be here. <laughs> We're just gonna have to cut this part out. Why can't I find this? Yeah, let the editor worry about this shit, huh? I don't think Robin had a kill count. Yes, he did. Ninety episodes ago. All right. I don't think he's killed anybody since his debut, though. Okay. So I guess we're going with four. Four. Quattro. Quattro kills. Yeah, I guess we're going to have to go with Robin kill count four here, because I don't think he killed anyone else, and I would have to go through, like, 30 pages of notes to find out. Four it is! Alright. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, he, um, Robin he goes runs back up, runs back up the steps, runs into his doppelganger. Yeah. And says he hates to do it, but he knocks him, knocks him out and steals his clothes. Why don't you just ask him for his clothes? Because why would he give him his clothes? Look, I could save everybody. Give me your clothes. He's the one that caused all of this. Why would he do that? Okay, you're right. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that that dude was a good guy, but he's not. He's really just trying to... He's having everybody executed. So no. Yeah, he's the one that's like... I, those, there's more of them than you, so they're right. You're dead. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, Dick comes out and says, "You Stop the execution! I just I changed my mind! And the princess is like, you're not my guy. And she's like, yeah, I'm not. But you're going to help me, right? And she's like, yeah. But meanwhile, the Nazis are like, we can't let this happen. So they go and they try and kill the emperor. 
Because that's smart. Well, but then, then they realize, oh crap, we trusted the wrong people. <laughs> yep. But then, oh, the the Atlanteans free Batman and Rob and this fisherman, right? Yeah. Okay, they untied him, and then there's a fight between the Atlanteans, Batman, Robin, and the Nazis. The fisherman gets shot uh, during the fight, and they beat up the Nazis. Does Batman throw a guy off the... What happened? Does Batman throw Robin off of the balcony? No, I think Batman jumps off... I mean, Robin jumps off the balcony. But doesn't it look like Batman's throwing him? It looks like Batman's up there. I don't know why he's up there. Because he jumped up there to stop the Nazis Uh. from shooting him. Yeah. And then Robin says, if you think I'm going to set this one out, you're crazy, and jumps off the balcony. No, I think Batman threw him off there trying to kill <laughs> He might have thrown him off. And, you know, the fight continues, and then they subdue the Nazis, and the princess says, off to the dungeons for them. And is the is this guy and girl rulers, are they siblings? Are they married? I thought they were brother and sister. Because it's weird if they're brother and sister that the, if... If she's sister and she's attracted to a doppelganger of her brother. It is a little weird. But she shouldn't be attracted to another guy if that's her husband either, so. Um, yeah, it's weird either way, but I think they're brother and sister. Yeah, I think they are too. I think that, I mean, I don't know if they really say it, but I, I think they are. Whatever. The fisherman dies. And- well, they have to make them brother and sister because they want Robin and her to have some kind of, like, romantic uh, connection. Yeah, but it's, you're still, it's, it's, it's still weird. weird. It's still weird, yeah. So, yeah, the fisherman dies, the prince is like, all's forgiven, America's the real hero, essentially, and then they get in their plane and they fly out of Atlantis. That wouldn't work, by the way, unless it was the time of the month when they had their whirlpool sucking air in or whatever the hell they do. And Robin is lamenting about how he'll never see her again. And then she had a uh, give him. A, she had a letter that for I guess she gave Bruce a letter at some point. And said here, give this to him, yeah. and he gets it and he reads it. And now he's sad he'll never see her again. Meanwhile, the Atlantis are helping the Americans take down the Nazis now. And uh, were they in the Bermuda Triangle? They never say that. Is that I thought that's what it was. They were in the Bermuda Triangle. That's um, why everything was disappearing around there. I could be You know, you're thinking of something else. Because I might be thinking of something else. I, <laughs> honestly, but yeah, I, I could have sworn it was the Bermuda Triangle that they, they were over flying over words. I don't think so. It's never been mentioned, so. I don't know. I don't know why I placed it there. Well, that's my theory anyway. <laughs> and yeah, so the Atlanteans are helping America fight the Nazis. The end. Yep. Appearing in Atlantis Goes to War. Featured characters, Batman and Robin. Supporting characters, everybody in this is single appearance. <laughs> Atlanteans, Emperor Taro. Apparently he never sees this one. Emperor, Empress Lanya. Never sees her again, so he's right. He's never going to see her again. High Priest Kanyo and Zano. Antagonists, the Nazi Party. Admiral Von Buritz and Captain Kurt Fritz. Fritzel. Captain Kurt Fritzel. Other characters. Ben Stunzel. He dies. Apparently Ben Stunzel dies. That must be the fisherman, right? Yeah. Location. Atlantic Ocean. Atlantis. And it says Temple of Justice. I guess that's the castle. I guess. Um, It doesn't say Bermuda Triangle anywhere, just so you know. Okay. And that's it. It says United States of America as a location, but whatever. <laughs> so, I looked it up a month ago when I did all my research for this. Yeah. And Aquaman was out when this came out. Really? 
Yeah, and so it's weird that there's no connection to Aquaman. But yeah. again, we didn't really, we don't know what the story is with Aquaman. So maybe he's not the ruler of Atlantis. I know now in continuity, he's the ruler of Atlantis. Right. But no, I don't think he is in the very beginning, right? Isn't he just a regular Atlantean? Yeah, I think he is just an Atlantean. He might not even be an Atlantean, honestly. He might just be like a half fish guy. Yeah, it's true. true. He true. could just be. So, yeah, it's just the history with it is now. It just this doesn't jive with, right. with the Aquaman lore. But then again, it's been retconned three times. So it's true. like, who knows what happened with Aquaman in this time period. Alright, moving on to the third story. The Timid Lion. Uh, I don't know whose turn it is. It's someone's turn. Mine. Then do it. Do the Mm. non-canon splash page. So, it's a little bit confusing. Um, It looks like Dick is trying to feed a guy swinging inside a birdcage a peanut. Um, I'm not looking at the cover right now, but that sounds absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> he is. He's trying to feed him a peanut. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And, and the Joker is stabbing at the Batman with a cane. And from, inside, from inside because, the cage. Yeah, because for some reason the Joker and these guys are all inside a big giant bird cage. Didn't you read the story? I mean, I did, but it is non-canon. Because this does not happen in the story. The Joker is never in a bird cage. Okay. I'm just saying, he's not. I get, it does. I I get what they were going for, but it's not. This is a, it's not the story. And Dick is not trying to feed the guys in the cage either. All right, so we open up in the Gotham Zoo. Does the zoo normally have aquariums in there? No, no. And the guy complains about it. The guy says, "Why is there fish here? And you should have kept them at the aquarium." That's weird. Anyway, he hears a tapping from inside one of the things. And there's a guy inside uh, the fish tank with a note from the Joker saying, what letter home? What does that say? What letter home? Is that right? What letter what home? What better? Better. What better home? Oh. Can, I, was, I was like, that's weird. I definitely read it as letter when I read this. You guys can't read cursive? <laughs> Apparently not. And I, <laughs> I, I do, but I, I couldn't figure the riddle out because I didn't can, know <laughs> what letter home. Can kids these days even write in cursive? No, no. Actually, my daughter has to practice because she wants to be able to sign stuff when she gets older. But no, they can't write in cursive. Yeah, so I taught my daughter how to write in cursive, and the teacher got mad and told her she's not allowed to write in cursive. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's because it's hard to read. It is. It's it's crappy. (laughs) What better home can Mr. Fish have? Ha. The Joker, it says, because, you know, the guy's named Mr. Fish, and the Joker put him in a fish tank. <laughs> uh, this would be a lame joke for the Joker, but... We'll find out later. It's really not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> you know what I thought was odd about this? Usually the Joker's the fourth story. Or the first. Or the first, right. They uh, just throw I think... him in the middle here. They're sick of the Joker already. Or they want people to read m- more of the comic instead of just flipping to the beginning or the end. Right, true. And so... They, people get him, I guess the cops get him out of the fish tank, and he's like, I was walking home, and then I lost consciousness and woke up in a fish tank. Weird. Not anyway. Weird. Somebody hit him in the back of the head and threw him in the fish tank. That's that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Still weird. <laughs> just that they just threw him in a fish tank. That, <laughs> that they didn't supposed ru- to be at the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the guy says, I don't know why they didn't keep these fish at the aquarium instead of bringing them to the zoo. But, like, he wasn't robbed or anything. They just knocked them out and threw him in a fish tank. It's yeah. weird. 
Anyway, it happens again to a guy named Mr. Fox, who is put into a fox. Right? It's Mr. Fox? Yeah. Okay. And then the Joker leaves another one. Here's a little suitable company for Mr. Fox. Ha! The Joker. And then this guy named Mr. Lion comes into police headquarters and asks for help because the Joker left him a note. You're next, Mr. Lion. Ha ha! The Joker. But... That's weird, because all the other ones just happened. They didn't get warnings. Right. And when but does Mr. the Joker Lion give you a warning? warning? He does sometimes. You're right. He used to put them in the newspaper. Well, so I he guess likes he to does. put them in there for Batman, not for anybody else. I mean, there's a few times he left, like, clues for the cops and stuff like that. Or, or just to torment the people he's going to victimize. So, anyway, Bruce and Dick are reading in the paper. They say, hey, the Joker's back. Like, we got to go stop him. That's the end of that. Yeah, because Meanwhile, Bruce and Dick don't have anything else to do, apparently. Well, no, we they never do. No, they don't. Except for Dick, who has to go to school. Only I don't even know if he does that anymore. Yeah, oh. only when he's fa- when he gets a bad last, report card. I was about to say, the, the last time he got a bad report card, he was not allowed to be Robin anymore. Yeah. Anyway, but also, apparently the Joker reads the paper because he's like, huh, this is funny. I don't do that. I didn't do that. Hmm, what's going on here? Someone's stealing the Joker's gimmick. That's not a smart thing to do. So, Mr. Lyons is so scared that he has his bodyguards with him everywhere he goes. He even gets his bodyguards into this fancy place that he norm- they wouldn't normally be able to come because of the situation. That place is so fancy, they so serve whole chickens or turkeys. Yes. I just find it unfeasible that all these rich people, sure, it's a high society thing, but these rich people aren't allowed to bring their guards in with them ever. Right. What, are they supposed to wait outside? Yeah, I don't think that's that would fly. Yeah, that's weird. Now a dog's barking in the background. Shh, we're not mentioning it. He has had one cat problem this whole episode. <laughs> and now the dogs are going crazy. So. <laughs> but you said if I mentioned it, I don't have to edit it out. True. True. That is. Anyway, so they're getting dinner during this whole thing, and then the lights go out. Oh, no. And then... As the lights go out, both Batman and the Joker are showing up on opposite sides of the roofs. That's nice that they coordinate like that. And they're trying to catch the guy. Well, Batman doesn't know, but the Joker knows it. Right. And so they both go in through the window. Batman is looking for the Joker. Joker's looking for to see what's happening. And Batman hits the Joker. And there's, there's, a, there's a fight in the dark where, you know, Batman throws, like, a glass at the Joker, and he's beating up some guys. But then as Joker's running away, Batman and Robin slip on bro- on a puddle. Yeah, literally just watered it. It was spilled on the floor. Meanwhile, as that's happening, Mr. Lyons robs the place? Yeah, because he's a liar. That's what he is. But what did he rob, exactly? Stuff. From a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what he's taking. But the whole thing was a ruse so that he could rob this place. Yeah, but it's a restaurant. It's like a, a high society country club, isn't it? Maybe. I'm trying to remember. I thought he yeah, like, robs these guys. He says, here's the swag from the treasurer's office. I guess. Whatever. But anyway, he he stole everything, and but the Joker gets the blame for it. And Mr. Lion's like, oh, since Joker's getting blame, I can show myself because nobody suspects me. Except now the Joker knows you're the one behind it. Yeah, and now you're in, I'd rather have Batman know than the Joker know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and the Joker's not happy. He's like, he's gonna get him for this. Yeah. Meanwhile, Bat- Bruce and Dick figure out, wait, we chased the Joker off. He didn't steal anything. Oh, Mr. Lion got us. We gotta get him. So, wait, is the Joker let out on bail? No. He just escaped? I mean, I would assume. 
Well, because I question I asked because the Joker really didn't do anything wrong. Okay. Okay, well, but, at the end, we're going to find out. But he murdered, like, he's out, his murder counts up to 17 at this point. Yeah, but I'm wondering if he's out on, like, you know, uh, he you don't get out. On, you don't get out on parole for killing 17 people. Not even in Gotham? Uh, I mean, I mean, they go get you out of prison and use you as a military uh, tactic sometimes. <laughs> no, I don't think Gotham's more likely to execute you than they are release you. True. I think he just escaped again because they suck at Gotham. Okay, so he escaped again, and that's why what happens at the end happens. Yeah, that's why it's happening. It's happening. And it's just crazy that they executed those guys in like three seconds in the last one, but in this right. one, well, weeks don't pass. He gets out before the weeks pass. True. They always break out within like a week of once they go in. <laughs> anyway, at a polo game, I think it's polo they're playing, right? Yeah, that's what they play on horses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, do, does polo get played like in America? All the best uh, people come to polo games is what they say. So, it's polo. Okay. I mean, I know it's polo. I just don't know if it's professional polos happening in America, even in 1942 or 43 in this case. There was no TV. There was a lot of stuff going on. That's true, too. Yeah. yeah. But there was TV, by the way. It just wasn't as prevalent. <laughs> they weren't using TV. Well, well, then why does Batman and Robin still watch, listen to the radio all the time instead of watching TV? Because there's no news on the TV. I just assumed there was no TV because Batman and Robin never have anything to do. No, TV. we have this conversation like four times. <laughs> it, uh, it, there definitely was TV. There is TV. Yes. So it was founded in 1890, the Polo Association. In, uh, of America. Yeah, but that's okay. just the one that makes the shirts the little horses on them. <laughs> that is true, too. <laughs> uh, anyway, so his big plan this time is just to rob everyone in the stands? Yes, because if you get a bunch of people together, then you can rob them all at the same time, apparently, because that's what they do in these comics a lot. Yeah, but there's not even, like, a trick to this one. <laughs> no, we're just going to rob you. <sighs> yeah, like, I... I why did he hide the whole time, make all this, this convoluted uh, plan that he had, when he was just going to go out in the open and rob everybody anyway? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah, well, listen, I don't know either, TJ. I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Joker shows up to take them out, and Batman shows up, and instead of going for the actual bad guys, he goes for the Joker. <laughs> because he's, he's just Joker-sighted. He can't help himself. So Batman fights Joker and says, Robin, get the other guys. And so Robin starts beating up the other guys. And then there's a big fight. Mr. Lions and Joker start running away. Batman throws Joker into a horse. That wasn't very nice. And then Robin takes a polo club, or I think that's what that's called. Whatever. And he hits another guy with that. And then Joker throws a polo ball at the back of Batman's head, trying that that would kill him. Yes, he's it would. Trying to murder I agree. Him. But Robin gets it in front of it and smacks it away with the polo, hitting the Joker in the stomach with it. But, and so, so a guy comes is about to hit Robin in the back of the head, but this time Batman saves him because he can't be, like, it's got to be even. He can't owe Robin anything. So, and then I don't know what this polo player is doing. Is he hitting somebody or? Yeah, it looks like he helps him out. He, like, knocks the guy's hat off. What are you doing over there? I was moving stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Th- things were in the way. Good. I'm done. <laughs> don't mention it so you don't have to edit it. Come on. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh oh, there you go. So I don't know what the polo player helps. Or I don't know what happens in that panel. Things happen, but Joker then. Yeah, well, I don't know what's going on there. 
And then Joker, like, slaps Batman in the face with a gun. Yeah, he pistol whips him. But that knocks him out. Why do they show the next panel is just a him with a blackjack? Because that's what knocks out Robin, I think. Oh, okay. Because, right? That's the only thing that makes sense, because in the next panel, Batman and Robin are unconscious. Well, and it says, can I have a comedian's henchman dispose of their remaining foes? So they basically hit them all with blackjacks. Everyone. Including the polo players. Yep, and knock them all out with blackjacks. Okay. Alright, so... That is... I have this one written down. Batman knockout number 60, and Robin knockout number 44. Whose phone keeps going off? Shh, we're not talking about it. I, I kept hearing it, I kept ignoring it, but I didn't know <laughs> what it was. I checked my computer and everything, I'm like, is somebody calling me? My... My phone keeps uh, disconnecting and reconnecting, and I can't use my computer because I'm going to crash it to, to read the comics. I'm using my phone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they all wake up in a cage with a lion, Batman, Robin, and Mr. Lions. Joker's outside saying, ha ha, I stole your plan. And then the lion's gonna trying to eat them. Batman and Robin have a rope and are trying to keep it tied up. Joker, for some reason, left the key within reach for Batman to get. Yeah, that's not good. It's not exactly in reach, though. He has to get a rope and get it. Still in reach for Batman. True. Wait, instead of taking it with him. Yeah. Or just, like, throwing it. And so they drag Mr. Lion out of the lion cage. He had fainted or something. He tells the zookeeper, hey, give this guy to the cops. Because that's his job. And then Batman and Robin run to a leopard cage. And is it true that a leopard is... Following better at following a trail than a bloodhound. I mean, leopards are good hunters, but I cannot vouch for whether they can <laughs> right. track it. And then, and <laughs> then they cover his nose and mouth. Mm-hmm. So, how's he tracking the scent? I don't know. They kidnapped this poor leopard out of his home in the zoo. Yeah, and they put a, a muzzle on him and gloves, so he can't. So scratch they or bite can't. Anybody. Yeah, so they can't scratch or bite anybody, and like. How did I not have a scratch on him from doing this? Yeah, who put the gloves on the, on the leopard? This is stupid. This whole thing's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, the leopard part kind of got me like, really? That's what they're going to do with this? Anyway, the leopard is tracking the horses with the Joker. But apparently, leopards scare horses with sp- spooks them to knock the Joker off of the horse. And then they threaten to let the leopard loose on the guys and the Joker. And so the guy gives up and then Batman knocks out the Joker and they put them in jail, I guess. Right? Yeah. I right. mean, that's what I got out So, yeah. So, Lions and Joker are all in jail. The end. That wasn't the best Joker story we ever read, just so you know. The Joker stories haven't been good for a while. I know, but that was definitely not the best one. <laughs> I didn't... So, again, it was one of those things for me. I liked the story and thought it was cool, especially the way he set it out where Lions was pretending to be the Joker. Like... I thought that was really neat. Yeah, and I thought that just, was too. Then it got weird. It just went off the rails. Like it wasn't <laughs> yeah. it just it's nothing. It changed it, it, completely. I thought it was gonna be cool that the Joker was gonna catch him. Right? Yeah, but that never happened. like No, it, then it got all weird. And I don't know. And yeah. then they had a Cheetah with a muzzle on and I I wasn't even sure it was happening at that point, I thought. And people are playing polo and the Joker's riding horses. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just was weird went like off that. the rails. I just don't buy that the Joker would have went through this. He would have just murdered that guy. Right. Uh, but the Joker never even got a chance to catch the guy. Like, I was well, hoping did, the Joker would catch the guy. They did catch him. 
Joker did catch him. Catched him, Batman, and Robin, and put him in a lion cage. Uh, right, okay. No, I thought the Joker was going to catch him, and he was the one that was going to stop this guy from impersonating Yeah, him. but no, yeah. that's not how it happened. The story no, was, was The story was unfocused. Yeah. Let's say that. That's good. That works. It's like Lumpy has said before. It was like they got to a certain page. It was like, all right, let's hurry up. Let's just get it all done after this. And then they just throw it together, and I'm like, yeah. what? This was great start, and then... I was reading this one, and towards the end, I'm like, is this still the same story? I'm not even sure what's going on here now. Yeah, they, they threw it away. So, feature characters, Batman and Robin. Antagonist, Joker. Then it says Monk, but it doesn't say first appear- single appearance for Monk. Monk? M-O-N-K, Monk. And then we got Mr. Lion, single appearance. Mulligan, single appearance. Other characters, Mr. Fish and Mr. Fox both had single appearances. Gotham Zoo was the first appearance. And it says Dividend Club, but it doesn't say how many appearances this one get, that one gets. But yeah, it was. I thought it was weird. It, it said Joker, and then it said Monk. You can't click Monk, but Monk doesn't say single appearance. Maybe Monk was the name of one of the henchmen. It says Antagonist. Joker, Monk, Mr. Lion, and Mulligan. I don't know. I have no um, idea. Nope, me neither. I don't know. You forgot the cheetah and the fish. And- None of that stuff is written on their uh, characters, so... I'm just saying, Lumpy's <laughs> making a big stink about animals. You don't want to make sure to give them credit too. <laughs> just saying, they're living things too. Not in this comic, they're not. I mean, the cheetah was. I mean, the leopard was the savior. Yeah, but they're all fictional characters. None of them are living. Well, then you can erase the kill count. They kill them within the comic books, and they use the the leopard in the comic. Exactly. So not living creature. The okay, sure. Not arguing that point. It was never a point to be argued. He's the hero. Anyway, the next last story is called Collector of Millionaires. Someone do this stupid splash page. Oh, I gotta bring it up. <laughs> um, there's a big giant guy wearing a fez holding a birdcage with two guys in it, and he's catching a whole bunch of other guys with top hats and like a little butterfly net. And Batman and Robin are swinging it on ropes. They're tiny. With giant handcuffs. Yep, pretty much what happens. That's you forgot the whole story in the in the side there. We don't talk about the story. <laughs> we don't. We do ignore those. I don't even read them when I read the comic because then I don't have to read the comic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we open up with Dick waiting inside, looking out a window, looking at Bruce coming home from vacation. Which I found this completely unbelievable that Bruce would go on vacation without Dick. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Anyway, Dick has a balloon, and as Bruce walks in, he pops the balloon in his face, and then Bruce punches him in the mouth. <laughs> it's, yes, this is what happens. I mean, <laughs> child abuse at, at its best. Child abuse, yeah, but he kind of deserved it. <laughs> I kind of like the trick. I'm actually going to try it sometime. <laughs> and Dick's like, "Wow, why did he? What got into him? Why did he hit me?" And he's like, is there anything wrong? And he's like, yeah, you're in my, you're a pain in my neck. And he kicks him out of the room. <laughs> he literally kicks him out of the room. Uh-huh. And he's like, I don't understand what's going on. And he goes up to his room. Meanwhile, Bruce Wayne wakes up in a jail cell. What? <laughs> the real Bruce Wayne, it says. That's, see? And then the narrator is like, how did he end up here? I don't know. You wrote it. Why don't you tell me? And then we, after he wakes up in a jail cell, we cut back. Into the past. There's a lot of timeline things happening here. Uh, at the Debonair Society Playbook... Oh, wait, what? 
Oh, okay. It's an exclusive club that Bruce Wayne is visiting. And he's talking to some guy named Ronnie Tower. Ronnie Tower is sad because his dad cut them off, him and his sister off, from their, you know, their finances since they're all rich. And now they're he's really upset. And Bruce offers to give him money, but he's like, no, I don't want your money. And so a little while later, he gets in the car with his sister and they're going to go commit suicide because they don't have money anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, exactly what the story is, which is yeah. really weird. But I mean, it yeah. sounds far fetched. Like, it sounds like this can't be a comic book, but it really is. They're going to commit suicide. Yes. Yep. Because yeah. they don't want to get They don't want to get jobs. Yep. Yeah. So Batman stops them in his Batmobile from running off the road and then he. Like, jumps into their car and starts yelling at them. You're not allowed to kill yourselves. You're going to do what I tell you to do. <laughs> and he says, you're going to be a musician because you can play the saxophone out there. And you go work in a dress shop because I said so. And they're like, okay, Batman. Yes, Batman, we'll do that. And where did he just pick these weirdo jobs from that he decided that's what they were doing? He, he asked the, the brother... You got any talent? He's like, I can only use a saxophone and play tennis. And, and he's like, good, saxophone. That's the saxophone. You do it. I'm not asking you what you can do, woman, because you have no talent. You go work in a dress shop. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly it. Is <laughs> you're a woman in a 40s dress shop. That's what you're doing. So, and they're like, okay. Then Batman's like, that's not like the judge to be throw his son and daughter out like that. Hmm. <laughs> he heard that he went to a health resort. So I, I guess I'm going to go on vacation. And so we cut back to Bruce and he's like, I must have been drugged. And he looks out his jail cell, and the guy in the fez from the cover is hitting some other guy in the back of the head. And, oh, I'm sorry. Bruce he has to use the word fat scandrel. Ali is his name, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Because him being fat's a, a plot point. So It gets like mentioned that. again. It definitely does. Uh, So, this guy, this fat Ali, is collecting millionaires and replacing them with people. People in Gotham are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They not didn't notice that all these millionaires were replaced. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Like, even Dick doesn't notice that that's not Bruce. Right, right. It's like, a... come on, it, that one's pretty far fetched. That Dick doesn't notice. <laughs> it's it's really good makeup. Apparently, yeah. Like all their voice boxes are changed. You know, they're not acting out of character or anything. Whatever. Okay. So we're gonna go through his rogues gallery of captured millionaires here. We got these aforementioned judge who kicked his kids out, but, you know, he's hard on criminals, but locks on his children. That's why he was captured. Then we get this other guy, Howard Prescott, who is really, really cheap and will never give away his money. All the other millionaires, by the way, are kind of bad people, so... Uh, yeah. and, th and then Miles Rockley, he's a hard-headed banker who would never give a loan to a poor father fellow. And then there's this guy, Reginald Van Astert, who collects masterpieces of art who he doesn't let anyone see. And finally, Bruce Wayne, because he's a useless lout, apparently. <laughs> and he's going to put Bruce to work for him. And then his henchman asks him, why don't you just kill them? Because they're, they're his collection. And besides, later, if I have to, this is spoilers for later, I can use them for ransom. Right. I guess. Meanwhile, Robin's lamenting in his room about how sad he is because this isn't the first time this has happened. And all of a sudden, eh, go ahead, Uncle Chris, what happens here? You know you want to say it. Dick talks to his penis. There you go. 
<laughs> I didn't want to say it. I was trying to figure out a different way to say it. <laughs> Dick talks to his yeah. Well, technically, so. his his penis talks to him, but right. It, it's uh, does it ring? That was my question. No, a buzzes. It but so there's a vibrator on Dick's penis. Yes. <laughs> Which a, I don't I don't understand. Does Bruce keep uh radio in his belt like regular belt? Oh, because he's not Batman right now. Yeah, no, I know. That's why I'm quite asking. Well, yeah, but no, does anytime he not have Bruce the suit on underneath, he probably does. I mean, he doesn't use it. Doesn't Dick bring him his suit? Some sometimes. No, I mean in this very issue. Wait, just well, maybe he just brings a couple gadgets then. <laughs> I guess it whatever. does say, "Good boy, Robert. Thanks for bringing my costume." Yeah, so, so he doesn't. Have, he must keep it in his belt. I guess whatever. I don't know how, so Bruce tells Dick what's happening, so he gets dressed up as Robin, he gets, he sneaks into the place by hiding himself in a crate of canned food, and no one noticed all the cans are missing. I only bring that up because Robin does. (laughs) And he sees a guard outside, and I don't know why he throws a coin to distract him, because he just throws a coin, and the guard just goes for the coin, and then he punches him. The guy's sleeping, just go punch him. Or just, um, or just and yeah, sleep. or just go past him. True, that's true too. Anyway, Dick has the keys. He goes. Uh, Robin has the keys. He goes and he frees Bruce, gives Bruce's costume, and now Batman and Robin are on the case. Their first stop is the courthouse, where the judge is about to dismiss a case about these two robbers. Right? It's robbers. Crooks stealing jewelry. Yeah, and he's about to free them, but he Batman and Robin come in and, and fight them, but the Batman says he's a fake and rips off his mat. Well, his wig, I should say. It's not even a mask. It's just a wig and glasses. <laughs> That's all it is. And the cops are like, oh, man, he's a phony. What a surprise. And stops that. Meanwhile, the other guy is about to donate how much? A lot of money. He's donating a lot of money to the USO. And he's going to get his other people that he's smoking with to donate money to. Yes. And he's going to match whatever they do. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this a bad thing? Well, I don't think he's actually going to do it. He says he's going to. And then, oh, I'll feel good when I meet him later. Yeah. So he takes all their, he takes their hundred grand and he's supposed to match it with the donation. But he's actually taking that hundred grand. Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't realize he was the one delivering the donation. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, Robin shows up and, you know, beats up, beats him up and reveals, oh, look, he's not that guy either. What a surprise. And meanwhile, there's an auction happening, and they're going to sell off this the other guy's paintings. But Batman comes in and punches it and says, don't worry, it's a fake. The other ones are in the other room. I didn't really yeah, break this painting. Why does he have to do that? The guy's like, oh my god, my painting. I don't know. <laughs> to show that Batman isn't destroying a priceless piece of art, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, he takes off this guy's wig, and guess what? Oh, he's not real either. What a surprise! And so, at the the other guy, who's about is about to give a fifty thousand dollar loan to some guy, and he's telling his teller to do it, and he's like, "Yes, sir." But Robin jumps in, puts a trash can on his head, spins him around in a chair, and I guess he's revealed. Are you done? Done what? It, was, it wasn't me this time. <laughs> okay. Was it my chair? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Oh, I'm like, I. all I did was move a little bit. I didn't, I didn't realize. <laughs> so, finally, Bruce Wayne is about to give... I don't know what the hell he's doing here. He's revealing a ruby for a museum? 
it, it's a little red thing in a glass case, but I don't... Yeah, yeah, the famous Reed Ruby. So what's his plan here? I don't understand what the plan is. He's gonna steal a ruby. In front of everybody? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Wait, wait, either. hold on, hold on, hold on. The guy says, and now our ex- exhibition of the famous Reed Ruby is over. Mr. Wayne, as a member of our committee, will you place it in safe custody? Ah, so he was going to have them give it to him and leave, and it would look like the, it would look like Batman took it. Why would they Bruce. give it to some random guy? Because it's Bruce Wayne. Wouldn't they have their security do it? There's like 14 cops there. <laughs> nah, Bruce can do it. Whatever, it's not even Bruce. Batman shows up and... And Bruce is like, you don't even know if that's really Batman. And the Batman shows his glitter badge. And they're like, oh, that's that's Batman, all right. And so the guy, fake Bruce Wayne, throws the ruby, but Batman catches it and knocks him out and says, you're not Bruce Wayne. And then we cut back over to Fat Ali, where Batman and Robert are beating up all his goons. And then they put him in a bunch of, uh, like, weight loss equipment, essentially. Is that what that is? Yeah, because it's like a steam room and shit, I think. Because it's supposed to be like a spa. Oh, right, 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 yeah, 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 this is the health clinic. Yes, and so they pretty much torture Fat Ali until he's thin Ali, and I guess they now he can fit his prison uniform. <laughs> anyway, all the bad billionaires, millionaires that were caught, you know, you know what? All those things they were going to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give that $100,000 to the USO. I'm going to let people see my art. I'm going to be nicer to people when I lend money. And look, the kids are, are allowed to come back home with their dad, but no, they're going to keep their jobs because they learned their lesson. And, you know, all these people reform, and, and then Robin says, didn't Ali say you weren't any use to anyone, Bruce, because you're not? And he's like, yeah, but you can ask Batman about that. The end. Yeah, this wasn't the best story in the book. <laughs> so, everybody yeah. changed except for Bruce. Yeah, because he didn't need to. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Bruce isn't doing bad stuff. He's doing yeah, he's stuff. never doing anything bad. Uh-huh. Whatever. That was Batman number five. No. Nineteen. Five. Seven. Five. <laughs> I don't know. Holy crap, I think, TJ. I- I it I, was definitely 19. I think that's the one I just edited. That's why I thought five. You're leaving a peek behind the curtain here. I don't like this peek yeah, behind the curtain. Yeah, I don't like it. You need to edit that out. Yeah. We recorded this episode and released it this week. That's what we did. Yeah. Yes. We should have recorded this episode four weeks ago, but that didn't This episode was almost live when you listened. <laughs> it was to so was close. <laughs> uh, so and that's that. Good. Good. No good. Feature, feature characters, Batman and Robin. Uh, antagonists, Al Lee. Apparently he never comes back. Single appearance. Other characters all had single appearances. Howard Prescott, Judge Tower, Ronnie Tower, Carol Tower, Tower, Miles Rockley, and Reginald Van Astor. So all these people in Gotham City never get seen again. What happens to these people when they disappear? They're all executed. Is that what it is? They just get killed, get murdered. <laughs> Batman uses them in the story and then murders them. Yep. And this one was reprinted in Batman The Dark Knight Archives, Volume 5. Yeah, half these stories are reprinted in something or another, so... And listen to this. This is the first Batman issue entirely penciled by Dick Sprang. So, it won't be the last time it's entirely... Yeah. And that's it. 
That is certainly it. And there was a couple times when TJ was talking to me and I wasn't like completely listening because I forgot I needed a joke for this one, so I had to look one up. And Oh, you guys uh, completely and utterly abandoned me this issue. I pretty much <laughs> talked. Disappeared. I was like talking to myself in this entire episode. It's okay. I mean, it it wasn't the greatest book, you know. No, Listen, I was here till the very end when I realized I needed a joke, and I had to go looking for one. Uh huh. I, I I I was looking. I was looking all over the place. I was looking in boxes for a joke. I was going to say, is that what that shuffling was? Yeah. I was going through a filing cabinet looking for a joke. I'm so, I'm just saying, it's usually like sixty forty me, but this one was like ninety ten. So. At least uh, that last that last comic was ninety ten. Because at, at one point you asked me if I wanted to say it, and I didn't even know what you were talking about. <laughs> Well, that's why I jumped in, because I thought that you were lost, and I was like, okay, I, was I better lost. get it for him. So all that searching uh, came up with this joke. Are you ready for it? Whatever. <laughs> why does Batman never win at cards? Because he always gets the Joker. Same thing. But what does that have to do with cards? Yeah, the Joker. It's the Joker and the cards. But I, I, thought, always, always I thought if wins. he got the Joker, I thought the Joker was a good thing. No, yeah, card. that's what I thought, too. I thought you win if he got the Joker. Well, the Joker's a, a throwaway card. No, the Joker is like a like a wild card sometimes, right? No one ever uses now, the Joker. Yeah, jokes are jokers are wild. That was a TV show. Jokers are wild. That is a stupid TV show. Well, now I am talking bad about my own joke, so this is really going. Cool <laughs> <myself, so. laughs> That's it. Bye. Bye.